Yo, back for the 71st time, the Whiskey Sick Podcast, Seth Gecko, aka Moody motherfucking Hank, hit him with that theme music. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, about to draw Outlines for these ladies, I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots of days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for that acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, miss, like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA, meeting on a payday. We can make it rain, even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away, meet up when you drop that molly. Off, love that chick a Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, bag, but I ask now. Come on and get up, other bag, throw my hands out. You gotta get up, this step gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, other bag, but I ask now. Come on and get up, other bag, throw my hands out. You gotta get up, this step gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Yo, the fuck is going on, homies? Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank, coming to you live from Sandy, Sandy, Sandy Lego of my motherfucking ego, ya bitch. Rocking the Chonies and Murder Champs. The Murder Champs, the blacked out 29, actually 2799. Pay less champion specials. They were on 20% discount. So from $29.99, they were on sale for $27.99. And now we we chonied up, chonied up and murdered uh champs, rocking the murder champs. And, and we in the chonies again. It's it's back. Uh Dago season is back. Dago bitch, California. The sun is out again, once again. Coming out of uh you know uh the the, the fucking Frozen period, uh, what did they call that shit? Uh, too far removed from school, and I'm also too fucking high to remember. The Ice Age? The Ice Age from uh, San Diego was this past uh, February, the coldest February in, in Dago Bitch, California history, averaging 59 degrees. We, we were chilled up for a little while, uh, but now we're back. Uh, chonies and champions, as it should be. Um, what I was going to say is, you know, Payless is going out of business. Fucking Amazon is taking Payless out of business, and that's where I stay laced up with the the cleanest, newest uh, champion kicks. You know, they don't sell champions at, 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 well, maybe they do sell them at Target, but they got the janky ones. You go to Payless, you can get the, the fly-ass um, knockoff, Nike knockoff champions. You get the exact same kick for twenty nine ninety nine twenty. Uh, $27.99 right now because they're going out of business. So get on that shit, homies. Um, and yeah, you're, you're looking at, you, at the calendar right now. You're like, motherfucking a Whiskey Sick podcast episode on a motherfucking Tuesday? On a Tuesday. We podcasting on a Tuesday. We podcasting on a Tuesday, motherfuckers. Why? 
because we get in where we fit in. Had myself a little window of opportunity. Hopped up in here. Been itching. Uh, scratching, clawing at my damn self. On some Ashy Larry type shit. Fiending to get back into the uh, lab and kick some uh, uh, filthy ass shit. I've been I've been stockpiling filthy ass shit for the uh, for the podcast, man. I don't even know where to start. We had some dope UFC shit, so you know we're gonna get into the to the fight talk. Um, I'm not done with R. Kelly. I know I know I put some shit on wax on the last episode, but maybe the last two episodes. I don't know, but you know what? I, I ain't gonna. I, I'm gonna bat R. Kelly uh, in the cleanup spot. On today's episode, I'm not going to let him lead off bat this time. Uh, we're going to put him in the cleanup spot. Um, maybe right behind, uh, we'll put uh, Michael Jackson at the three spot maybe. Maybe the two spot. I don't know. Uh, UFC will will lead off bat with that. We'll ease right into it. Um, yeah, Michael Jackson. If you haven't seen uh, Neverland, leaving Neverland, I'm going to get into that shit. Um, I'm going to get into that shit. Uh, pun intended. Um, we have some, some definitely a lot of fight news. Um, my man, one of, one of my favorite, uh, motherfuckers to drag across the motherfucking yard, uh, Polly Malanaji. If y'all been rocking with the podcast for, for a while, you remember my, my epic, um, rants leading up to the McGregor, uh, those are the classic episodes, the McGregor Mayweather episodes. That was like our first summer um on the whiskey sick podcast and we were we were covering the fucking mayweather i mean i say we me and whiskey at the time was on board back then and and i was just i was going in on polly on on floyd uh famous famously picked <laughs> conor mcgregor to win the fight um but at that time i was i was on some golden pick shit i i was that's where i got the golden picks i was for like i was on a solid two-year run two and a half year run end of last year and the beginning of this year have been uh trash um, so we'll get into those picks, but Polly Malinaji, uh, I'll be dragging him again, uh, he's in the news, um, he's trying to box, uh, bare knuckle, uh, I'll tell you who his motherfucking opponent is, it ain't me, it ain't your boy Moody Hank, I wish, I'll go bare knuckle on a motherfucker, bring him up into the dome, we'll go up in there, you know what, today's just gonna be a fucking dome invitation, a Thunderdome invitation, dome, I gotta, I gotta clarify, I say dome invitation, like I'm handing out fucking domes, I'm on my knees over here, nah, 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 where we're just handing out invitations to the Thunderdome, all come, all served, period, we're gonna add uh, Nick Cannon on that list, Michael Jackson, uh, we'll, we'll fucking do a seance or some shit, bring out the Ouija board, uh, we'll challenge that motherfucker uh, to, the, uh, to a Thunderdome, well, we're, going, we're going at Polly today, uh, inv- inviting him to the Thunderdome, and whoever the fuck else I decide I'm going to invite to the Thunderdome, eventually, someday, sometime, as the podcast continues to grow, at about two listeners every four episodes, but it's slowly and surely climbing. But as soon as it, it gets to where we need it, somebody eventually is going to take me up on my Thunderdome invitation, and, and it's going to be a wrap. Um, we saw um, Teriyaki Six Nine was in there against Whiskey. We saw what happened to his ass. If you remember that back in the day, um, but fuck it, moving right along. Let's get into this shit. Um, we had UFC 235 go down. We got a new champion. Um, dead wrong. My pewter picks, my bronze picks, uh, uh, coming in again. I picked T. Woodley. Uh, stupid motherfucking pick. I said this shit was gonna be the most boring fucking uh, championship fight you ever saw. It wasn't that. 
Usman made it kind of interesting. He was able to put put the pressure on Woodley. Woodley's gotten away with this last two years uh, of longer than that. Uh, but he has this bad habit of backing himself up uh, against the cage and just throwing right hands when everybody tries to engage him in striking. And it worked. It worked. Uh, got him a, a title. Uh, beat Robbie, Robbie Lawler doing that eventually. Um, you know, knocked out Darren Till doing that. Um, and it, it worked. It worked well against strikers. This time, he fought a grappler. He fought, Car- uh, he caught, uh, fought Kamaru Usman who wanted him up against the cage. So basically, Tyron Woodley, over and over again, throughout five rounds, over and over again, despite what his corner was yelling at him, go forward, T. Wood, begging him in between rounds to go forward, quit backing your motherfucking self up because you're backing right up into what he wants to do. Usman wanted to put his back against the, uh, Woodley's back against the cage and take him down and beat him up and rough and, and, and dirty box him inside and, and land some uh, clean strikes. It, you can't use that against a guy who wants you, who wants to clinch with you and take you down. You're making it easier for him to do what he wants to do. And, and continually, T. Woodley just backed himself, backed himself slowly. He would inch his way back, his back against the cage. And then this time, though, he wasn't even throwing his right hand. In other fights, he would at least throw his right hand. And eventually, um, once in, in five rounds, he's going to land it. Ask uh, Wonder Boy. Landed it once on him in each fight and almost ended the fight. Uh, uh, he did the same shit against Darren Till. Darren Till got caught with it because he came in, uh, you know, went right into his trap, went right into Woodley's trap, uh, inched forward uh, with Woodley's back against the cage. And, and the problem with uh, Darren Till in that fight is he wasn't coming in with punches. He was just inching his way in and he wasn't throwing any punches and he got caught. Um, but that didn't work against Usman. And played right into Usman's hand, not to mention uh, homie Woodley look, uh, he looked, he looked tired. He looked like he was fucking gassed, and then he ended up on his back. And 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 to be honest with you, T. Wood looked like looked like me. His jujitsu looked like me. He was he was fucking uh, he was a white belt on his on his back. He looked like he looked like one of the white girls in a world star uh, um, video where the white girl's getting her ass beat uh, in the street for talking shit. Just straight up put in the middle of the street, straight up into diaper change position and just beat the fuck up with somebody's in the background, you know, world star. That's what this shit looked like. T. Wood looked like a little white girl getting her ass beat uh, on world star hip hop. That's what this shit looked like. I mean, as soon as he got on the, uh, his back against the mat, he had no idea what the fuck he was doing. He looked like me out there trying to fight Kamaru Usman. Um, he, he was kicking his legs from the bottom and shit. He, 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 was, he was like... He had no idea what to do. He looked like he was at the YMCA taking swim lessons or some shit from the bottom. He was like doing little fluttery kicks and shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Have we never seen? I was like, have I never seen T. Wood on his back? I, I thought I've seen him a couple times. Um, I thought he had decent jujitsu, but he just got, homie got straight pappied. Uh, he got he got fucking pappy. He, he got uh, like your, your uncle slapping the shit out of you at the barbecue or some shit. He just, he just got, he got sunned. Um... He just got completely and utterly sunned. Um, he, he he fucking he looked like a elderly life alert victim um, who fell and couldn't get up. As soon as Kamaru Usman took him down, he was hitting the panic button on his chest. The fucking life alert, send the fucking ambulance. He had no idea what the fuck was doing. Um, flailing around like a like, a, and, and then just sitting there. He looked gassed. I I don't know. Um. But it wasn't a good look for for T Wood. He's talking about having a a, a fucking 
rematch, an immediate rematch. Nah, homie, you can't go in there, get taken down, and look like a, a fucking slip and fall victim at Walmart and shit. Uh, caution, wet floor sign out and shit. You, it, that's not how it works. You don't get to come in here, uh, look all kinds of trash, and then get an immediate rematch just because you were the champ. You got owned for five fucking rounds. Two 10-8 rounds in my book. So you lost seven rounds in a five-round fight. You lost seven rounds in a five-round fight, homie. You got son, pappied. You got uncled. You got teoed. You got teoed at the motherfucking barbecue. You got slapped all about your motherfucking face. You don't get, you do not get an immediate rematch. Um, now we got to watch fucking Kobe, a.k.a. Sid from Toy Story. Uh, this motherfucker was out here howling at the moon. Wow, motherfucker. Uh, the the whole weekend at UFC 235 at the at the press conferences and shit, there, you hear that howling in the background. You just look back there and there's fucking on some old rampage shit. Uh, Kobe Covington, Sid from Toy Story, back there fucking howling at the motherfucking moon in the middle of the day on some fucking uh, teenage werewolf shit. Homie was out, and I gotta I gotta be honest. I'm kind of starting to like this motherfucker. I mean, he's just he's just shit talking up a fucking Katrina hurricane over here. This motherfucker is. is I think uh, I had to look deep into myself. Why don't I like Kobe? Cause Kobe's a lot like me. Uh, we we shit talk just to shit talk. There's no there's no rhyme or reason. There's no. Uh, I don't need to be justified. I shit talk and ask questions later. And that's what Kobe Covington did. And and, and he talked himself into a a, a bronze pewter. Um, Fisher-Price uh, interim belt, I'll give him that shit, he got himself one of those little Fisher-Price interim belts, and now he's trying, you know, he talked himself into that, and and now I can't even remember who he beat, was it Dos, An- Dos Anjos, I think he beats Dos Anjos for that shit, um, and now we gotta watch Kobe Covington, I never would've in my life thought Kobe Covington versus Kamaru Usman for the heavyweight, for the welterweight title, that's some crazy shit. George St. Pierre, you bitch you. You should have come out down here and fought Kamaru Usman or Colby Covington. Great fights for you. I wouldn't have liked you against T. Wood, but I don't know. Maybe that T. Wood, anybody could beat that T. Wood. This motherfucker out here fucking slipping and falling, looking like Zion Williamson and shit uh, on on his back out there, getting taken down and shit. It it was a sad look for him, but Colby's out here. So now we got Colby. We got Sid from Toy Story facing off against Kamaru Usman. And I just can't see Kobe Covington winning this shit. They both got crazy gas tanks, but Kamaru Usman's a big motherfucker. And that guy just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. I mean, he was he was taunting Woodley. He was taunting Woodley uh, in, in between rounds. Like before they, they, they would get off the stool and before they would restart the fight in between rounds. He, he, was, he was like waiting already in the middle of the ring for that motherfucker. In the middle of the cage for that motherfucker. He, he was just salivating. He was foaming at the mouth. Uh, it, it, it was crazy, man. So um, I didn't give Usman much of a shot, and he fucking made me look like an asshole. But who hasn't been lately? Um, we had Diego motherfucking Sanchez, homies. Uh, this dude, uh, he smoked. He 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 rolled him up nice and tight, licked the outside, dried it off with the lighter, fucking smoked. Motherfucking Mickey Gall. Smoked him. Uh, Shang to sung him. Took the soul right up out that motherfucker. Some Mortal Kombat shit. Some finish him shit. Uh, another motherfucker put in the diaper change position. This was a night of motherfuckers getting put in the diaper change position. This dude was was powdering uh, uh, Mickey Gall the fuck up. Heels over head on his back. 
just just fucking sunning them, just beating them up with elbows, man. This dude is the original ultimate fighter. That shit was like 18 years ago, and this dude's out here still fucking smashing fools. He smashed Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall was on a, a nice little win streak right there. If you remember Mickey Gall, um, he, he's the dude that smashed Sage Northcutt in... in uh, and, and oh no 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 CM Punk he fought CM Punk he got on because he fought CM Punk and CM Punk's debut was also Mickey Gall's debut but since then um he, he beat Sage Northcutt I think and he beat some other uh, other fighters he, he he's looked pretty good um and he didn't look too bad on his feet for a little while but then it just it just came to the fact that uh Diego Sanchez is is a uh, fucking he's an alien he's he, he's some ET shit he, he's just different um first of all he's from he's truly from the 505 the Breaking Bad state New Mexico from Albuquerque New Mexico uh that's my second home uh, all my family's in Albuquerque New Mexico San uh Santa Fe New Mexico uh Las Cruces um all over there and, and and I know there are some wild ass people in New Mexico, and, and and Diego Sanchez is one of them. And I don't know if I've told this story back. Uh, maybe I told it. Did I tell it on the last podcast where I sparred this? Yeah, I think I did. I sparred Diego Sanchez back in the day. He, he's a fucking monster. They were just rotating in fresh dudes every round. He, he was going. He was on like round ten when I got up in there. It, it was fucking crazy. And he was just. He wouldn't get a rest. A new fighter would come in, fresh, 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 and it was just. It was just kickboxing, but it, it was. You know, the dude just kept going and kept going and just moving forward. And then here he is getting another fucking win. Um, this dude, Johnny Walker, if you saw him, the fucking best name in the game, Johnny Walker. Um, flying need KO'd some fool and then flopped around. I didn't I didn't understand whom he was trying to do the worm. Uh, he was trying to do the worm and he dislocated his own shoulder celebrating his KO victory. And went out like a, a buster when celebrating goes wrong. Like, he, he, he look, uh, Dave, you Dave and Buster ass motherfucker, you Buster Douglas ass mother, Buster only ass motherfucker. How you gonna dislocate your shoulder trying to do the worm? I thought you, I thought he fucking like, I don't know. I thought he was having a motherfucking seizure or a stroke or some shit. I really did. I was like, oh shit, homie just won and he got so excited that he, his fucking heart just stopped or some shit. I didn't know he was doing the worm. Fucking shoulder blew out. Uh, Johnny Walker, bad look. For such a dope name, um, uh, six foot, you know, ten dudes shouldn't be trying to do the fucking worm. It's just your arms are too long for that shit. Logistically, homie, uh, you, you didn't plan enough. You, logistically, it was all wrong from the get go. It was, it was never gonna work. Um, and you went looking like an asshole. You flopped over on your back and were screaming and shit, and you just looked stupid. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. We had bunk, we had we had uh funky Ben Askren versus uh my man, one of my favorite fighters of all time, um Robbie Ruthless, Robbie Lawler. Fucking as good of a two minute fight as you'll ever see. Robbie Lawler picks this mother picks up Funky Ben Askren, picks him up off of a takedown attempt from Funky Ben. Uh, and, and picks him up and slams Ben Askren on his motherfucking head and then goes Donkey Kong on the motherfucker, landing motherfucking nukes. This motherfucker was was landing Hiroshima's on this motherfucker. Uh, it, it, it was fucking nasty. He was landing bombs. Funky, uh, he was he was walking real funky. He was doing a funky-ass chicken dance or some shit. He was on some Monster Mash shit, some uh, Walking Dead, some AMC Walking Dead shit. He, he was stumbling around that motherfucking cage. He, he was all but out. Out. Face face was bloodied up, and then this motherfucker got a hold of uh, uh, of Robbie Lawler, and just slowly, methodically, 
took Robbie, well, controlled Robbie Lawler, got his wits about him to some degree, um, was able to clinch Robbie Lawler up against the cage, drag him down to the ground where he got him in a, a bulldog choke. I call that just a, that that was just a motherfucking schoolyard choke. That's just that's the only choke you're like born with that fucking choke. That's just like a nasty headlock right there. The bulldog choke off to the side. That's the that's the sand uh, the 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 little sand pit. Uh, schoolyard by the tetherball ball court, you know, and, and, and you got to fight somebody, you get them down in that fucking headlock, and that's what he had this dude in, and to Herb Dean's credit, it looked like homie went out, it looked like homie's, homie's arm completely went down, but then he gave him the thumbs up, and uh, 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 I think at that time, Herb Dean saw his arm go limp and started yelling at Ben Askren to stop, now Ben didn't actually release when he told him uh, you know, to stop until he had already come over and tried to break it up physically. And you could see that Robbie Lawler was giving him the thumbs up, but his arm did drop down. So I don't know, maybe Ben kind of loosened it up and it kind of let him get a little little fire back in him, but it did look like he went out. So the it's unfortunate because I don't know, who, who knows, did it, was it a justified stoppage or not? Nah, I don't know. Uh, but dope fight. They won't fight again, but uh, cool fight either way. N- neither dude, it doesn't hurt Robbie Lawler to lose that fight because he all but won the fucking fight. And then, uh, controversial loss, but shit was still crazy. Um, Funky's an- another, another, another connoisseur shit talker. Support the fuck out of that dude. Uh, I can imagine him fighting Usman or Kobe. Uh, that that conference, him versus Kobe would be would be some shit because that that's gonna be some high level shit talking. Now Kobe Covington isn't a clever shit talker. He's just uh, he's just one of those dudes that just says the same shit over and over again and thinks it's funny. But he's just uh, he believes his own shit. So he, he kind of, you know, fakes it till he makes it kind of shit. Funky Ben Askren, he, he's a funny, witty-ass motherfucker. He's going to run circles around that dude, make him look pretty stupid. Kind of like Chael Sonnen used to do fools. Because uh, Chael's a, a smart motherfucker. You know, clever, witty, coming out of left field type shit. Uh, Kobe, Kobe ain't ready. He don't want that, that shit-talking smoke uh, from Funky Ben Askren. But hopefully, uh, you know, Ben will, you know, get a title shot or another fight and then a title shot if he can do that shit. Um fuck else we got um yo i did get i did get one fight right um i got uh john jones i picked john jones to to whoop anthony smith's ass um but as you know picking john jones to win that fight you know is kind of like uh getting points for putting your name correct on on the sats um everybody does it you know so you're guaranteed to get points everybody picked john jones for a reason anthony smith went out there scared as a motherfucker um, didn't throw, didn't do, didn't move forward, just covered up and smiled every time he got blasted with John Jones, uh, uh, punches and elbows. Um, listen, fighters, we're on to you. Every time somebody smacks you with something good and you smile back, we know it got you. We can see it. You can pretend all you want. All you doing is smiling and trying to play it off is just justifying to me, yeah, I stung your motherfucking ass. And John Jones was stinging Anthony Smith all goddamn night. I thought he just kind of had... There's been a couple times where I thought John Jones felt mercy for his opponent. When he fought OSP, he kind of carried OSP. This was after a really long layoff. He carried OSP the five rounds. I felt like he could have finished OSP at any time in that fight, and he could have finished Anthony Smith at any time in this fight. I think he's like, you know, Anthony Smith's kind of a nice dude, um, positive, hasn't talked much shit, any shit really. Um, So, you know, I'll let him get through this. I'll let him go home to his family all nice and tight and shit like that. So, um, good for Jones for that. What's next for him? I don't know gotta go up to heavyweight man uh there ain't nobody at 205 i think he's talking about fighting tiago santos listen uh 
yeah, maybe maybe Tiago Santos is going to run across that cage. You don't have to worry about him being, you know, Anthony Smith and not throwing. But he's going to get into some wild shit, and he's going to get his head kicked right off his motherfucking shoulders inside of a minute. Uh, but whatever. If that's what you got to do, I'd rather see him go, John Jones, go up to uh, heavyweight and fight. Um, what else do we have on this? Uh, Cody Garbrandt versus Pedro Munoz. Woof! Woof, motherfucker. Woof, motherfucker. Now, on this one... I uh, put it on wax. I said Cody Garbrandt got another one wrong, but I said Pedro Martinez. Uh, Pedro Martinez. I'm an old school um, uh, Mariners fan, by the way. Griffey's my all time favorite. Those are my fucking favorite team. So, um, you know, I was thinking uh, Edgar Martinez. Uh, Pedro Martinez was a pitcher. I don't know. I'm just high. I'm just high. Just let me. Just let me. Moving right along. Pedro Munhos versus Co- Cody Garbrandt. Um, I picked Garbrandt. And it looked like I was going to be all right for a little while. And then Kobe, Cody Car- Garbrandt, is, uh, he's, he, he just needs to go and get some uh, anger management classes. He really does. He, he, he has a, a personality. Uh, he's, he has a deficient personality. He, there's something missing. He, he, he gets angry real easily. He's the type to, you know, I, I don't know, fucking, you know, he, he's just a guy that every little thing bothers him. It's like the only time this dude is happy, the only time he finds happiness is when he's fucking angry. He's like, anything will set him off. You know, he'll be uh, wiping his ass and his finger will go through the, the toilet paper and get a little finger of shit under his nail. A little thing of shit under his nail and he'll go fucking ape shit. He'll come out and start trying to beat people's asses and shit. He's just, he's just an angry little man. Uh, and, and, and it's a shame because his best fight was against Dominic Cruz, who's one of the best 135-pounders ever, who is known for his foot, footwork and who, who, who gave TJ uh, Dillashaw his whole style. And this dude, um, Cody Garbrandt, went, went out there and danced circles. His footwork was amazing. He, he boxed. He, he stuck. He moved. This time, man, his last couple fights, his last three fights, he fought TJ twice, and now he fought Munhos And... Um, he he sat down on his he just sat there and tried to exchange punches and and Pedro Munoz fucking obliterated him sent him into orbit um next to our next to our man uh Overeem after Overeem fought Ngannou uh, just fucking blasted him out into the fucking Na- NASA fucking spaceship up there with the fucking satellites and shit uh Cody's up there now too floating around because he decided he wanted to go over there and exchange right hands over and over again if you watch the UFC behind the behind the scenes shit they they have a camera on Cody's um on Cody's uh corner and they're begging him they're begging him in the middle of the wild exchanges. They're yelling at him, get out of there, get out of there. Quit trading right hands, quit trading right hands. Nope, this motherfucker, his button was already pushed. Um, and he was fucking seeing red. I think he said that actually after the fight and he just started exchanging right hands and he got caught. And he went to, he went to fucking sleep. Then we had Zabit, uh, Magomed Shapirov. He, he fought, uh, man, I got every fucking fight wrong on this shit. Did I? I had Jeremy Stevens over Zabit uh, Magomed Shapirov. Wasn't really re- uh, impressed with either. Jeremy Stevens had a hard time closing the distance. Um, Zabit used his his range really well. Um, kept Jeremy Stevens on the outside guessing, and he had a really hard time getting inside and landing some any real significant strikes or stringing together any kind of combinations. Uh, Magomed just kind of I wouldn't say picked him apart, but really controlled it with his striking and easily won a three round decision. Uh, wasn't really I haven't really been uh, impressed with uh, two out of uh, Zabit's last three fights. I don't remember. 
I think he got a KO in one, and then he fought, um, there was a fight of the night type fight he had against, uh, man, I forget his fucking name, Bokniak, Kyle Bokniak, uh, that was a dope fucking fight, um, so, there's that shit, um, what else, what's, what's the next shit, I think the next one is this weekend, I think there's some, uh, ESPN, listen, ain't nobody buying no ESPN Plus, motherfuckers. How are you going to charge it? How is ESPN going to charge us twice? We already have to pay to have the fucking channel on DirecTV and shit. We have to pay to have ESPN. And now you want to charge me $7.99 for these whack-ass motherfucking, whack-ass motherfucking cards. You had Lewis versus Dos Santos on ESPN Plus. That shit was trash, homies. Um, I, I, I streamed the, the figgity fuck out of that shit, I streamed the figgity fuck out of that shit, I, w- I will go on my, I ain't listening, I ain't giving you my sites, homies, I don't need you, you taking up my bandwidth, I don't need you encroaching on my motherfucking territory, on my motherfucking streams, getting me kicked off, so, you can find your own streams, I ain't gonna give you Moody Hanks personally tried, true, and tested streams, uh, but just know, uh, UFC, ESPN, just so you know, uh, I'm streaming the figgity fuck out of this shit still, and, and it still performs better than your app. My streams, my my fucking European streams, are, are cleaner than your motherfucking app. How do you like that shit? Um, so there was that fight. I forgot about that shit. Uh, um, the Beast Lewis got uh, knocked the fuck out. Um, he just don't have no heart. Oh yes, this weekend. This is what we're looking at. We're looking at Darren Till versus Jorge Masvidal. What a fucking scrap this is going to be. Hopefully, um, Darren Till comes out and and, and decides that he really wants to fucking scrap uh, in this fight. Um, Because this is going to be a sick fight. I can't see uh, Gunnar Nelson's fighting in this shit too. Who else is Gunnar Nelson fighting? Till versus Masvidal. Let's see what we got on here. Fuck, I don't know who to take on this shit. You never know what you're going to get with Masvidal. Sometimes he, he rushes out and, and, and takes a, a, demand, a commanding lead and, and looks like he's going to finish the fight in the first round. And then he just coasts. He decides he's going to coast. And then he ends up losing terrible decisions. So I, I don't know. And Darren Till, uh, he was smashing fools until, uh, you know, he smashed. He walked through uh, Cowboy Cerrone. And then he fought that, you know, what's going to happen after that Woodley fight? He got put down and he got fucking pappied up on the ground and, and baby boyed up. And, and, and who knows what Darren Till is going to show up in this one. I'm going to go Jorge Masvidal. I just think maybe he's going to be, uh, hopefully he's aggressive. I think, you know, he's got some click. Damn, this is a tough fucking fight. This is a fucking toss-up, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say Jorge Masvidal just because another one of my favorite fighters, this dude was one of those dudes. Uh, he was the undercard of the Kimbo Slice Backyard Brawls. YouTube Jorge Masvidal. And you'll see him with with a fucking ponytail and some jorts, some jean shorts, jorts back in the day rocking some, I don't know if they were like uh, L.A. gear, light-up kicks. Uh, he was rocking with his jorts. I, I don't know. Uh, but he was landing leg kicks and shit in the backyard in, in, in the 90s or some shit. I don't know, early 2000s. I don't know, the 70s. Fuck it, who knows. Leon Edwards is fighting Gunnar Nelson. That's a good fight. Leon Edwards quietly beat Donnie, Don, Donnie, Donald Cerrone uh, a couple fights ago. Um you never know what Gunnar Nelson you're going to fight. Uh, you, you, you're going to see fight. You're going to see a dude that's just going to get uh, pieced up. Or are you going to see the dude that gets somebody to the ground and just, you know, Damian Mayas him. Uh, Vulcan Uzdemir. Um, fuck it. I'll take Leon Edwards in that shit. Fuck it. 
Uzdemir versus Dominic Reyes. I think Uzdemir has a little better technical striking. Dominic Reyes is a motherfucker. He's wild, unpredictable, heavy hands. That's another toss-up fucking fight. I would think that Dominic Dominic uh, Reyes is a underdog in this, being eighth ranked. I would take Dominic Reyes. I would take that. I'll take. Let's see the odds right here. Who's who's got the odds right here? Mm, they give you the odds. Let's see this shit. Give me the odds. Give me the odds. Give me the odds. That didn't show me the fucking odds. Uh. Shit, who knows? It said it, it said odds, and I don't see the motherfucking odds. Um, oh, here we go. No, not. Anyways, who gives a fuck? Put it on Dominic Reyes. How about that shit? Um, and then I don't know any of these other motherfuckers. Uh, Nathaniel D's nuts. I don't know who the fuck you are, my motherfucking man. So there you have it. Um, we had some other shit go down. Uh, they announced that um, BJ Penn, BJ Penn is coming back. He's fighting again. Why? He did have one of the classic um, all-time quotes, all, uh, UFC quotes of all time when he, when he was uh, trying to fight um, George St. Pierre the second time. You tap the strikes, you're a bitch. Because uh, he was referencing GSP was tapping to strikes when he fought Matt Serra, which still remains the biggest upset in the history, the biggest upset I've ever seen since Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson. But BJ's back. He's fighting Clay Guida, the carpenter. Clay Guida, hard motherfucker to fight. If you remember Clay Guida back in the day beat uh, um, Anthony Pettis when Anthony Pettis was like the hot shit right before he won the belt. Like at the top, top. He he, he took uh, Anthony Pettis down and dominated him. He's won a lot of fights in his career. He's, he's lost a lot of fights, but he's fought everybody in the game. At this point, I'm handing out my first invitation. To the Thunderdome, motherfuckers, I'm handing out invitations on Wax, BJ, Penn. Don't fight, Clay Guida. No, no. Don't fight, fight Clay. You need, you need a winnable fight at this age. If you're going to insist on coming back and losing and losing and losing, uh, this dude's record's got to be like almost 500 at this point. Let me look at this shit. BJ Penn. Let's see this dude's record. My man was like, his record was never stellar. They were calling him the greatest 155-pounder of all time, uh, this and that shit. Um, because he was around when the 155, he was basically the first champion when the 155-pound division came back to the UFC. And it, he was a motherfucker back in the day, but he, his his record is, is really terrible. Let's see this shit. Um, martial arts record. Here we go. He is 16 and 13 now. 16... Homies, 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 homies. We're dating back to 2011 since he got his last draw. <laughs> his last draw. This motherfucker hasn't won since November 20th, 2010 against Matt Hughes the second time he fought him. That was like Matt Hughes' last fight. Think about that shit. He's lost one, two, three, four, five, six straight fights and a draw in there. So he's 0 6 and 1. So that means if I'm doing my math correctly, this motherfucker had like, he was like 16 and 7 or some shit like that. And now he's 16 and 13. He's, he ain't going to be happy until he's on that that uh, male cyborg fucking unsightly 33 and 33 record or something that he has. I mean, my God. Come to the Thunderdome, BJ Penn. Come into the Thunderdome. Let's scrap. This is no bullshit, homies. I think truly... From the bottom of these nets, I could beat BJ Penn. I think I could beat BJ Penn. I really fucking do. I've talked a lot of shit about motherfuckers I could kick their ass in here. 
I mean this shit, homies. I mean this shit. I think I could beat BJ Penn. I'm the fight for this motherfucker. I'm the fight. Not Clay Guida. Clay Guida's gonna gonna fucking uh, monkey stomp your ass. He's gonna pick you up and, and just beat you up and drag you to the ground. And you ain't you ain't that dude on the ground anymore. You ain't the the submission. You ain't the prodigy anymore on the ground, my dude. Um, fight me. So the first invitation. Take take your number. Um, all come. All served. BJ Penn. Fight me in the motherfucking Thunderdome, homie. Fight me. Another, moving right along. Another little bit of uh, fight um, news was uh, Artem Lobov uh, versus Pauly Malinaji. Pauly Malinaji in the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, BKFC, I think is that right? Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. Yeah, B, what I just said. And they're fighting... uh, they're proposing a fight, Artem versus Polly, because Polly just can't move on. He's that he's that fucking Sancha, that fucking side piece that just cannot move on. You 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 fucking met her at, at, at fucking Applebee's happy hour. You took her ass across the street to the Snooty Fox. You smashed her out real quick. You went fucking home, and ever since, homegirl's been been fucking blowing you up, and showing up at your work, been leaving you little notes and shit. That's this motherfucker, Polly. Polly Malinaji, the motherfucker that'll be like, I'll tell your motherfucking wife. He's that Sancha. He's, he's the one to blow it all up. He's the bitter side piece, the bitter Sancha. That's Polly Malinaji. That, that's, he just can't not let this Conor McGregor shit go. He had no identity until Conor McGregor came around. And now he'll take anything connected to Conor McGregor. Uh, he'll, he'll take Artem Lobov, his training partner. He'll do that just to try to get any kind of peace, uh, uh, any kind of contact. He knows if he's fighting uh, um, Martin, Artem Lobov that Conor McGregor's going to be around, maybe in his corner. He can sniff him. He can catch, he can, he can catch, catch a whiff of that Pert Plus that Conor McGregor be using and shit. Uh, catch, catch a little whiff of that uh, Mitchum deodorant that he's rocking. You know that Mitchum shit. Fucking old school. Mitchum at the bottom, you know, on the very, very fucking bottom shelf at fucking Walmart in the green. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, green. That's that. That's for Conor McGregor. He's just trying to catch a whiff of anything he can. He's 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 that psycho Sancha. He's that one you one you wish you never fucking uh, bought that extra twenty ounce fucking brewski at uh, Applebee's for. You know what I mean? So he's back here trying to fart, fight Artem Lobov, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Polly, you ain't gonna win. You ain't gonna win this shit. This is a different type of ball game, homie. You ain't used to this shit. You may you may think you can box, but when you box, you have, you know, 8, 10, 12 ounce gloves on. We've gone over this. That provides a lot of protection when you're when you're covering up. That's that's you have a lot of surface area to use to block punches that are no longer there. Artem Lobov is used to using four ounce gloves. Tiny ass gloves that makes defending strikes a lot different. And Polly Malinaji isn't really the head movement footwork type of dude. He's a cover up kind of defender, a hand guard type of defender. When it comes to boxing, he's going to eat some punches that he thinks normally he's going to be safe from are going to be sneaking in. And this motherfucking Artem is, uh, he ain't the greatest fighter. He, he's a real average fighter, but he throws. And he throws from crazy angles and he throws hard. And he's used to throwing, uh, um, 
almost bare hands. He's used to using four-ounce gloves. He's, he doesn't have to use that as technique. Uh, he doesn't use his gloves or depend on his gloves for 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 de- defense like like this dude, uh, Pali Malinaji, is. I don't know that he knows how to throw a punch bare knuckle. He's going to break his hand the first fucking punch he throws. So uh, when you use smaller gloves like a four-ounce glove, you got to throw different. You can't just throw willy-nilly and shit. You can't land with, you know, the uh, un- underside of your hand and shit like sometimes you do with boxing. And uh, you have to land your knuckles perfect or you're gonna fucking break your shit so malinaji poly uh you bitter sancho you um i'm handing out once again because i think i already have i'm handing out my second thunderdome invitation take a number motherfucker all come all served poly malinaji if bj don't want it if he don't want that smoke i'm out here fucking sending smoke signals out of my teepee i want that smoke motherfucker i'm out here making smoke signals in, in, in fucking, uh, in Bra- I was going to say Braille, in, in Morse code. You know, I'm sending smoke signals in Morse code. I want that smoke. Come to the Thunderdome, motherfucker. Come get that work. Uh, come get that motherfucking work, Polly Malinaji. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking bare knuckle box your motherfucking ass. Or let's just kickbox, homie. You got it all figured out. Let's just kickbox. Straight up kickboxing. No knees, no elbows. Just allow me to throw some fucking kicks. And we'll fucking get it on in the Thunderdome. If not, if you don't want the kicks, you ain't comfortable with catching shins all about your motherfucking face, uh, then we, we can go bare knuckle. Fuck it. We can go bare knuckle. I, I, I'm down with it. Uh, fuck Artem. Uh, I, I'm your Huckleberry, homie. Doc Holiday style. I'm your motherfucking Huckleberry. Um, best believe I'll be stre- streaming the figgity fuck out of that. I don't know if these dudes are going to plan to make that a, a pay-per-view or some shit. I don't know anybody in their right mind that would buy that shit. Um... But I'll be streaming the figgity fuck out of that whenever the fuck that is. Um, also, some shit went down. Tension, uh, Tension Owakaka, I don't know, Owasahaki, or what, I don't know his fucking name. The guy who fought, uh, who did, who stepped into the ring against Floyd Mayweather on New Year's Eve. Uh, and, and they did some WWF, like, fake fight shit and tension, you know, uh, every time, um, Floyd Mayweather even breathed on him. He was like flying across the ring and shit, like he got a Duke into Hadouken or some shit. Uh, that fucking guy um, had a kickboxing. I don't know if it was Glory or something. High level kickboxing match, and he uh, came out looked like a fucking dynamo. His he let his hands go. He actually was actually throwing punches. His hands looked fucking. I was like, where the fuck was that against Floyd? And then what does he do? He he fucking Google this shit. His name's Tension. Something. Let me fucking let me let me pull this up. Uh, tension. I uh, tension. Tension Nasu, Nasu, Nasukawa. Tension Nasukawa. Google that shit. The first thing you'll see, he, he fucking cartwheel KOs. Cartwheel kick KOs a motherfucker. High level kickboxing. After he's doing like some fucking like uh, anime dances and shit up in there. He's acting like he's throwing fireballs literally. And then he's throwing nasty hands and then he fucking cartwheel kick KOs a motherfucker. You telling me he couldn't have done that shit against Floyd Mayweather? That's how we know that shit was fake as fuck. That shit was fake as a motherfucker. This is proof. This motherfucker out here cartwheel kicking motherfuckers. And now we know why why um why the homie uh Floyd Mayweather uh joked 
said he was fighting a, a, a mixed martial art, a kickboxing match. And then we came to find out it wasn't a kickboxing match at all because this motherfucker uh, signed a deal before he Googled who Tenshin Nasukawa was. And then he, his homie came over and said, we might want to take a look at this shit right here. And he hit that fucking uh, YouTube highlight reel and, and, and said, no, 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 no. I, I mean, we're boxing, motherfucker. Because he would have got cartwheel kick KO'd himself uh, in, on December 31st, 2018 if had he kickboxed this shit. This little motherfucker. This guy's like 23 years old. How old is this dude? 20 years old? Some shit like that? 20 years old. This dude's 20 years old. He would have dead it, the motherfucking greatest of all time boxer. Imagine that shit. Lucky motherfucker. Out here faking Jackson shit and still getting like a fucking $10 million for that shit. He got like $10 million fake Jacks out in fucking Japan. Ain't that a motherfucker? Alright. Woo, man. I'm, I'm on some shit. Let me save this shit before I lose it. Uh, damn, I'm up 43 minutes already and I hadn't even gotten to the meat and potatoes of this shit. I hadn't even got to the meat and motherfucking potatoes of this shit. I gotta get into it. I can't, I might, I, you, am I gonna have to wait, am I gonna have to wait on R. Kelly, this motherfucker? Oh my God, I don't know about that shit. I'm gonna get into Michael Jackson right now. This motherfucker, if you guys, um, I, I, I don't know what to say about this shit. Um, I'm just gonna say whatever you do. Whatever you do, do not watch, do not watch that Michael Jackson documentary. And by do not watch, I mean watch it. Watch that shit. Um, it's fucking disturbing. I, I only made it, it's two two-hour episodes. It's four hours long. And I couldn't make it, I watched the first episode, man. This is, this, is, this shit was so fucking mind-blowing. This shit was so fucking creepy. I don't know if I could watch the end. I don't know if I could watch the end, man. I had all sorts of fucking... This dude... These parents, man. These parents are on some shit, man. This kid... This dude, Michael Jackson, was basically paying to hang out with their kids and, and, and alone and having alone time in his rooms and shit. And they have two guys. One... One dude was a... a quarter, like They were both like little, uh, little, little uh, dancing kids that went on the road with Michael Jackson. And they each had their time with him and shit. At different times, he, he was like their main kid that would, you know, go on stage with him and dance. And he'd go on tour with him. And then these kids would, like, live with him uh, while they were on tour and shit. And their, their parents would be around. But they would have alone time and shit like that. And um, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, you, you're looking at these parents. You know, you got Michael Jackson, the greatest, uh, basically the the biggest celebrity of all time ever. Uh, there's nobody who doesn't know who Michael Jackson was, especially at that time offering to pay you fucking money just to have your kid hang out with them. Um, they had to know something was up, but my God, when you're getting paid by the greatest... I was thinking like, yo, if Eminem came up to me and was like, yo, I want to hang out. Now, I know he's not not going to. I'm not trying to deflaminate, de, 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 de deflame. What do you, we call it? Defamation? Defamate? <laughs> Defecate? I'm not trying to do whatever to my man Eminem, but I'm just saying as an example, if Eminem came to me and was like, yo, I want to I wanna take the triple champ... On on uh, the triple champ, aka my my son, um, you know, on, on tour with me, um, and he offered me millions of dollars. I'm like, yo, this is Eminem. This is like my my fucking Jesus right here, you know. What what would I do? And you know, if I can make a little money on the side, you know, so I could kind of see it. But you can't let this motherfucker go and, and sleep with your son and have a long time with him and shit, man. If he wants to pay you uh, to take him on tour and shit, you best be uh, right next to his motherfucking side having one of those little little fucking kid leashes on him. You know, not letting him out of your motherfucking sight. Um, but 
so this motherfucker, it, it got real graphic real quick. Um, they had the, the actual victims who are now adults. One of them was uh, uh, the choreographer, uh, the dance choreographer for Britney Spears. He grew up to be the choreographer for Britney Spears and ended up smashing Britney Spears while she was dating Timberlake. This dude, well, he he, he got fucking sm- He smashed basically... Uh, I don't mean to make a lie of it. He was like seven fucking years old, but he technically smashed Michael Jackson and Britney Spears. That's crazy. That's crazy. This dude smashed Michael Jackson. Uh, kind of, you know, kind of, you know, really against his will as a, as a kid. But then he smashed Britney Spears while she was dating. She cheated on him. She cheated on Justin Timberlake with this motherfucker. So this guy went on to be a, choreo- a choreographer for Britney Spears, which was wild. But... This kid was like seven years old, and this dude, Michael Jackson, was into some shit, homies. Like, he had this guy, he had these kids come up in here. Uh, he had the homies come up in here and bend, bend over and spread their cheeks like it was a keister stash a search line in prison or some shit. Like, when you first get booked in the jail, and you have to bend over and show your butthole to the, to the dude, and then cough. So if you're hiding anything up there, you, you shit it out. This dude, Michael Jackson, was having kids bend over and spread their, their, their fucking butt cheeks so he could jerk off. Uh, sorry for, the, for how vulgar this is, but uh, parental advisory, he was jerking off to, the, to their starfish, brown starfish. This dude was on some wild shit while he was like rubbing his, he would have them suck on his titties. He would have these kids suck on his titties. He was into titty play. He liked them pinching his nipples and shit. Um... He was just into some sick-ass shit. Um, and I was like, you know, th- these kids were, like, talking about this experience as they were a kid, and they just didn't think anything was wrong. And and, and this dude, like, completely and utterly, like, fucking, you know, uh, brainwashed them and shit. And for, for a fucking second, I was like, man, maybe they really are in love. And I was like, yeah, oh, you know, and nah, nah. And then I had to, I had to like, get a hold of myself. Um, almost got, caught myself thinking reckless for a minute. Um and then, you know, uh, they started talking about, you know, he, he, he kind of graduated, you know, to uh, tossing salads, tossing the little boy salads from just jerking off to, to, to licking their booty holes. Um, he, he, he started uh, sick ducking the young boys uh, in their sleeps. When they were in their sleep, they would wake up and look down. You imagine that face, that plastic uh, Mr. Potato Head, pale ass face, missing his nose and shit, looking up at you when you wake up. With his mouth around your fucking shooter, man. You imagine that shit? That's what this dude was... This dude was sick ducking in their sleep while they were fucking sleeping. It's fucking crazy. And, and the whole time I'm thinking no one ever questioned... They were showing mad footage of these kids um, on the road with them. And, and, and he's out there... Uh, with kids, he, he'd always have a little boy everywhere he went. And nobody would ask any fucking questions about this shit. It was like the normal fucking thing. Um, You know, we talk about... This this shit was like a legit horror movie. You talk about Jason and Exorcist and and Friday the 13th and Freddy Krueger and all this shit. Now, fuck all that shit. This is some real horror movie shit right here. This is a real fucking... This is the real fucking Leatherface right here, man. This is a fucking... This is some serious shit. This guy's over here with seven-year-olds, like, rotating them. Rotating them like a, like a fucking basketball squad, you know, just sending in fresh opponents, fresh players, you know, and, and fucking making substitutions and shit. Taking these kids on the road and shit. Um, 
it, it, it was it was fucking bad. Um, and then you got this dude. Um, you got this dude. I, I, I got to drag another motherfucker. Here comes uh, invitation number three uh, to the Thunderdome. Uh, Nick Cannon. Uh, you buster ass bitch you. Um, you get you get the third invitation. Actually, I'm going to move you all the way up to the line. I'd, I'd like this motherfucker. I, we're going to give you the number one shot here, homeboy. We're going to give you the fucking uh, Willy Wonka golden ticket to the Thunderdome, if you will. Uh, 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 roll up in here. I, I know you, uh, you're on that... Uh, you, you and you and your homie uh, Jordan B. Anthony, Michael B. Jordan, or whatever the fuck his name is. You guys probably doing your little uh, 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 needles in the ass shit. I see you guys over there fucking doing your lifting your weights, and you thinking he, he's over there thinking he's a real boxer now that he's doing this uh, Creed Junior bullshit. You over there lifting your weights? I seen you over there. Uh, I don't give a fuck if you motherfuckers out there uh, uh, stabbing needles in each other's asses and shit. I don't care how much you can fucking bench press, homie. Uh, Roll up into the motherfucking Thunderdome. You out here wilding the fuck out. Uh, this homie out here making everything into a racial shit. Talking about throwing out, well, why hasn't Harvey Weinstein had a motherfucking documentary about him? Where's the truth about what the fuck Harvey did? Homie, Google. All you had to do was just Google this shit. Google it right now. You'll see 15 motherfucking documentaries pop up. As a matter of fact, I'll do it for you, motherfucker. I already did that shit. Harvey Weinstein documentary. Fucking grip of them. Untouchable. Unauthorized. The Harvey Weinstein story. The Reckoning. Hollywood's worst something or other. Fucking uh, all sorts of shit. There's a Sundance one. Uh, the front line. There's, there's like a fucking 15. Not to mention my man, my mellow, my mellow, my man, Nick Cannon. There's a whole channel dedicated to white people doing foul ass shit. It's called the ID Network, motherfucker. It's 24 hours of white people doing foul-ass shit. White people raping motherfuckers. White people raping motherfucking kids. White people raping uh, fucking dogs and donkeys and shit. White people raping everything. That's the ID network, homie. <coughs> we aren't talking about Harvey Weinstein. It doesn't matter that Michael Jackson uh, was black at some point. Uh, he didn't even like being a black man. He, he changed that shit. But even if he was... It has nothing to do with him raping seven-year-olds, homie. This dude was raping seven-year-olds. You can't throw flashbangs. You can't throw smoke grenades into the house and, and, and fucking try to sneak them out the fucking back door. We know you, you can't sweep raping seven-year-olds under the door. You can't throw the Harvey Weinstein smoke grenades at us, homie. Oh, look over here. What's that over there? And then try to duck out the back door and shit. That doesn't work. Harvey Weinstein, uh, that's a different beast. That's a different beast, homie. Homie was putting ladies up. For gigs, saying you want to be in this or that movie, you want a fucking career, and he presents his shooter. That's a lot different. It ain't better. I'm not saying it's any better. It's a lot different than having seven-year-old boys uh, expose their starfish to you while you you jerk off. Uh, that's that's a different ball game, my man. And it had nothing to do with uh, what color his skin was. This isn't a white or black thing. This is a right or wrong thing, and that's it. It was wrong, and and and. Let him rest in peace. Fuck where he's resting, homeboy. Piss where he fucking rests. Fuck that motherfucker, Michael Jackson. I caught myself listening to this shit. I said, you know what? I felt dirty, dude. I, 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 I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to some Michael Jackson music. I'm gonna see, you know, does it feel any different? It feels different. I love Michael Jackson mu- music. Fuck, love all that shit. And, and, and now all that shit is completely ruined. I mean, I'm listening to this shit in, in the fucking ride and shit, and I'm like, this shit just tastes bad. It tastes like, it, it, it doesn't taste right. This, it's like, 
It's like eating ass and then drinking a beer. You still get that fucking uh, dingleberry taste in your motherfucking mouth. You know, you still you still got that nasty aftertaste in your mouth. I still had that aftertaste. I, I can't I can't rock that shit no more. And this motherfucker, uh, Nick Cannon, out here, you know, trying to play the race card, and he says he'll always play the race card whenever he can. I get it. Um, you know, uh, I'm sure you you see some all, all sorts of fucked up shit every single day being a black man. I understand that shit. This has nothing to do with that though. You can't just throw everything at that and try to make it a, a fucking race game. Like, we should we should just sweep all this under the rug or not pay attention to it and not bring any of it to light because he made great music. Because he was a great mu- musician. My man, you, you, could be, you could find the cure for cancer, AIDS, world hunger, all that shit. You could win a dozen uh, Pulitzer Prize, Peace Prize, whatever the fuck they are. You rape one little boy... It's all over. It doesn't matter how many good things you fucking did. It takes one bad thing to ruin all that shit. Uh, that's some that's some uh, Penn State shit. That's some uh, what's that motherfucker, that old ass dude, Penn State, uh, fucking um, Joe Paterno. That's some jo- Joe Paterno type shit. Won all those national championships. Had I don't even know how many won if he won, but he was a great coach for a long fucking time. He was like the coach for like sixty something fucking years, I guess. It turned turning your back on one dude that was raping kids in your fucking shower to throw all that out the fucking window. They're tearing your statues down. They're fucking uh, throwing all your records out the fucking book. That's what fucking happens. You don't get to just make a bunch of good music. And since I'm a good musician, I, I get to fuck little boys. That's what it was coming down to. He was fucking little boys. Everything we thought was true is true. Like everything we heard about... It, it, it's actual truth. These guys grew up. These kids grew up. And then they realized, yo, this wasn't right. This dude did some crazy ass, foul ass shit to me. You don't get away with that. Um, this dude was leasing little boys like like Honda Civics every year. You know, this dude was turning in his fucking lease and, and, and doing a trade-in every fucking year, taking a new kid uh, on, on tour with him. And then the other kid would just be sitting there with his thumb up his, you know, his, thumb up his ass being like, what the fuck happened to me? I, you know, I... What happened? You know, did I did I get too old for him? You don't like me no more? Some shit like that? Getting thrown to the curb. Some foul ass shit, homies. That's all I'm gonna say. That's some real horror movie shit. That's some fucking rated R shit right there. Um, and, and Nick Cannon, we can do this shit. You on some stupid shit? I I I'll smack a little. Uh, I'll ram this shit upside your motherfucking head. Ram a little fucking common sense into you. Um, you want to talk about no Harvey Weinstein documentary? Google that shit before you get on your motherfucking little Twitter path on there, my, 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 my man, my mellow, my mellow, my man. And, and, and you, you, you're not on that, that fucking Michael B. Jordan shit. You ain't shit. Y'all can do your little, rub your little lotions on each other, your little topical creams, and take pictures of each other and shit uh, in the mirrors and shit. It don't mean nothing over here. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck if you bench pressing now, homeboy. Uh, you my age. You're like 40 years old, too. Get the fuck up out of here, homeboy. Smack the shit out you. That's the number one pick for the invitation to the Thunderdome. Moving right the fuck along. My man, my mellow. Let me save this shit again. I'm, 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 I'm on a roll. This next motherfucker, I done spoke on him already. He don't need no introduction. Here he goes. Let's just get into this shit. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. 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 You feel that people have maligned your character? I have been assassinated. I have been buried alive. But I'm alive. So I think the point you're making is 
and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. That, why would I? Well, I'm, I'm, How stupid would never be held for R. Kelly? Uh-oh, uh-oh. With all I've been through in my way, way past. Way, way. To hold somebody. It was like a couple years ago. Four, five, six, fifty, you said. Why, how stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you were holding. That's stupid, guys. I didn't Is this camera on me? Uh-oh. That's stupid. Uh-oh. Use your common sense. Don't forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, and, and don't let them eat and don't let them out unless they need some shoes down the street from their uncle. Robert, Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Y'all know who it is. The infamous R motherfucker Kelly. Homie is literally... If y'all saw this fucking, if you haven't seen this shit by now, you got you got to fucking get on YouTube right now. And if uh, you living in a motherfucking cave or some shit, this motherfucker R. Kelly was on, uh, agreed to do uh, interview and shit, and he's literally just lying his ass off. This dude, of course, it doesn't make sense. That's why we're all like, what the fuck is going on? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to a normal human being why you would do that shit and then record it. This dude's like, I didn't fuck any girls, homie. You were married to a fifteen-year-old Aaliyah. He's he's over here saying he didn't. Uh, he didn't ever have sex with an underage girl. We know of one 100% guaranteed. This dude over here shaking his head. He's like, she's literally asking him questions, and he's he's shaking his head up and down while he's saying, no, I didn't do that. But his head is saying, yes, I did do that. Subconsciously, he's saying, yes, I did do that shit. He's talking about he gave us 30 years of his career. Homie, we gave you millions and millions of dollars to not rape little girls. Fuck what you gave us. We gave you, in return for your 30-year career, you got paid handsomely, homie. Homie out here, this is the best part. When this motherfucker goes off on his fucking Denzel Washington, uh, uh, motherfuckers, I'll be have you in Pelicans Bay on his training day shit coming up Quit right here. This playing. dude starts going crazy. Quit playing. Do this stuff. This is not me. Uh-oh. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this I gave you 30 years I have you in Pelican's Bay. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship. I know it's about you raping little girls, motherfucker. I just don't want to believe the truth. No, you. You don't want to believe. The problem isn't you wanting to have a relationship with your kids. The problem is you trying to have a relationship with our kids, motherfucker. Has nothing to do with your kids. We don't want you hanging out with our kids. This motherfucker out here on some. Yo, he's wildin'. Gail, Gail, what, what's her fucking name? Gail something, something Gail? I don't know her. I'm sorry, young lady. I forgot your motherfucking name. I forget a lot of things on here. You gotta bust out the taser right there. This dude's wildin' the fuck out. If he was in the streets or some shit, he's getting his ass tased. You got the taser with the little red dot on it. You gotta fucking tase that motherfucker. He's getting out of pocket right here. You can't just let this guy uh, go crazy and shit talking about, I'm just trying to have a relationship with my kids. I'm sure you are, homie, but the problem is we don't want you having one with our motherfucking kids, homie. Um, then he, they had, let's fucking play this shit. This shit is on some shit right here. This, this guy's going. This dude instantly memeing himself. This dude instantly took, these are the, go, the memes have been on fire. As soon as this shit, he, 
his his fucking representative was probably sitting in the back like, damn, the fuck am I going to do now? By the time I walk out of this motherfucking place, this fool's face is going to be all over the memes. The meme circuit is going to be ablaze with this motherfucker. This is like the greatest meme I, 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 I'm getting killed with this motherfucker over here with this shit. This is this is classic. We briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. I hope this camera keep going. No, we're gonna this let is the not camera true. keep going. Hey, um, oh, my man's sweating up a storm over here, man. Why would I hold all these women? Their mothers and fathers told me we're gonna destroy your career. But Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. It's real young girls out there being abducted. Being what were his? What were his fake girls? Were, were they little fucking live dolls, little fuck dolls or some shit? There's real girls missing. No, those girls really weren't missing. You just had them in your fucking basement, fucking the shit out of them, paying them handsomely. Cause then they had these two girls come on here and try to fucking like uh, um, justify R. Kelly and say that uh, everybody was just ganging up on R. Kelly and 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 um, he had two living girlfriends. That he spends time with that were young underage girls when he met them and he struck their uh, relationship with these two young girls when they were still underage. And now these two girls are of age. Now there's two living girlfriends and they're out here on camera saying that uh, people are just making this shit up. Uh, he never raped anybody. Um, people are just trying to destroy their uh, his character. Like destroying R. Kelly, R. Kelly's character does something for us. Like it does something, it, it makes us, you know, makes us money somehow. Like it makes us feel better. Uh, no, you nincom motherfucking poops. Uh, you just uh, are on your own R. Kelly scam. He's paying your motherfucking bills. If R. Kelly gets his ass thrown up in motherfucking jail, you two bitches can't eat. What the fuck are you going to do? You over here talking about motherfuckers are trying to scam him out of his money. No, you're trying to scam him out of his money. That's what this was all about anyways. Now if he goes to jail, you motherfuckers don't eat. Unless you write a book in a couple years, which I'm sure is going to happen eventually. That's the end game. The end game is a book if all this shit comes crashing down. And their little, their little fucking uh, cash cow here is all dried up. Their little cash well is all dried up. They can always write a book or something. A tell-all book. Do a little TV show or some shit like that. This motherfucker, um, you know, Gail... You got you got to get somebody out there to fucking handle this dude. You got to put hands on this dude and settle his ass down. This dude's out here fucking talking greasy ass shit over here. Um, let's see what else he got to do. They really do have chains on their on their wrists and they can't get out. Robert, they're ending up buried in deep. Robert, we have to have a What does that have to do with you raping chicks? He's deflecting. What kind of help? This is the kind of help I need. Yes, what kind of This help? is gold. I need somebody to help me. Not have a big heart. <laughs> I need somebody to help me not have a big heart. I'm just giving these girls dick. I'm just giving these girls gold and dick and paying them off. I'm just giving them money and dick. I got to stop having such a big heart to give these ladies money and dick. That's my problem. I'm too motherfucking nice. I'm too uh, um, uh, charitable with this motherfucking dick. 
and, and, and I need to get that shit under control. That's what he's trying to say. He's just, he's such a nice guy. He needs to stop, uh, uh, you know, when, you, when you're holding chicks in your basement and shit and, and fucking and peeing on them. Um, that's actually uh, what they live for. Um, that's, that's all their hopes and dreams that he's um, making come to fruition by peeing on them. He's actually doing them a huge favor and shit like that. My man R. Kelly is on some, on some other shit. And apparently, I, I was under the impression they had some new shit on him. And uh, some new tapes have arisen or something like that. And that's why he was in jail. But it's not the case. I guess he was just in prison because he owes $160,000 in child support. Um, so homies out there, I'm just trying to see my kids. You're just not fucking paying for them, though. You're not trying to help raise them. One second he's talking about he's just trying to spend time with his kids. But he's in jail for not paying child support. So, shit doesn't make sense all. Logistically, the shit didn't make sense. Um, my man's out here wilding out. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some new shit. We haven't heard the end of R. Kelly. Um, we haven't heard the end of Michael Jackson. I'm sure I'm going to watch. Uh, the, at some point, I'm going to bring myself to watch the second part of that shit. I heard he, he, hand, he, he like tries to marry some of the kids and gives them a fucking wedding ring and shit. Um, it gets really fucking bad. I haven't even got to the parts where he was giving them the Jesus juice or whatever the fuck he was calling it. Um, the, the little alcohol drinks and getting these kids all fucked up and shit. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, if you can listen to either R. Kelly or M or Michael Jackson still, that's, that's good for you. Um, that shit's a little tainted, tainted to me. Uh, can't, can't fucking do it. Um, fuck. Where are we at? We're fucking, hey, man. We on some shit, man. I still have NFL free agency to go over. Um, Johnny Manziel's on some shit, still didn't get, his old lady's on some shit, I'm gonna get into that shit, I'm gonna save that, Johnny Manziel and his old lady are on some shit, uh, separately, but together, because they're husband and wife, so we gotta get into that shit next time, we'll talk all about NFL free agency, um, yeah, so, uh, fuck it, I gotta get the fuck out of here, it's been, an, we're going on an hour and ten minutes, man, uh, we going, that's going down on a Tuesday, motherfuckers, episode number 71, can't stop, won't stop on some fucking late 90s bad boy type shit, we don't got it, you don't want it, tell your homies to tell the motherfucking homies about the podcast, I'm gonna get on again as soon as I can, as soon as I find a little window to jump through like I did today, um, we gonna keep banging these out, I ain't going nowhere, until then, I'm Seth Gecko, aka Moody motherfucking Hank, and this is the Whiskey Sick Podcast, I'm out, motherfucker. I'm out to spit, I run the spot, I'm about to dip around the whip, I'm about to ride, bound the trip, about to slide, all the way, I've been waiting, sending winks, I'm back, I'm flirting, edit, search for letter words, so clever, learn what's on your mind, best to fucking recognize my username, I've been in line to catch your eye, drop to you and you and I, bet you nine, likes as pickets when we gold, we can dip, I can scroll, down the page, round the way from Christian Mingle, this is single, night tonight, might just linger, flag that page, I'll let them know, shut shit down, I'm on the scene, arm round tails, bitch, too far them haters wish, they can pull my chick, but she logged off, locked jaw, with a mouth on her, she won't speak up, she does talk down when she's riding me, riding me. Inbox fool, never got that shit, all things shift, now block that bitch. Box around, crash the boys, no pass her for my pass is for three days, relay. He's rounding 30s, headed home. If we don't got it, you don't want it. If we don't got it, you don't want it. If we don't got it, you don't want it. When we get it, you can have it. Never has it, still don't need it. Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe it. If we don't got it, 
You don't want it If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never had shit, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathing Back up on my moody shit Got two e-cigs and a foolish bitch Shots two we dip in a newly switch Shot you these picks, now you choose which Half you want, cause it won't zoom out Won't fit that screen, go get that breen up Looks like we lucked out Put it back in south to the fast and can't slow down Can't roll out till we hit that vapor Rise, so can't stand high And we can't land fly, but I can't dance Try, but I can't hand off my drink Cause sing two will make you want it you catch that shit, my drift that I sailed on, lift that I held on to Bitch could've bailed on too, but I gave you three, what you say you mean? Skip the pokes and get to the IMs, quick, better sign in shit There's a line bending round back, don't mind him I chunk that deuce and I bounce to the back page, down to the last day Now in the fast lane, south of the fast face can Pass that chance that we meet again, had that slap of the scene No grin when the thing comes out, no uh-uh-uh You can look, but you can't touch shit, but you can't rush Chat roulette, but you shades of gray, the day to waste And you came my way, all out of credits, but the band won't play When it rains all day We don't got it, you don't want it, we don't got it, we don't got it, we don't got it, you no shine, don't mind, no ice in my cup No bling, no rings, can't buy me a luck No crack in my whip, no stack in my chips No gas in your lift, no asking me if I got what you don't need, need what you don't want Got what you don't have No loss when you don't have shit No loss when you don't have shit If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it You don't want it if we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never hash it, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never hash it, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe it yeah.